Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about running shoes for Hallux Rigidus. Should they be hard or soft? So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Well, this question comes from a discussion I just had with a runner during a telemedicine visit where I was helping her figure out a second opinion and what to do about her hallux rigidus. So she was very confused because she's been diagnosed with hallux rigidus. She's been told that that's what's causing the pain in her big toe joint when she runs. And she was a little confused because she said the doctor explained to her that she might want to get some uh, kind of plate to put in her shoe to make it stiffer, but at the same time said that she has high arches. And because she has high arches and what we call a neutral foot type that have in part led to her hallux rigidus, that she needs to have more cushioning in her running shoes. And so this was a great question. She said, look, so which is it? Are my running shoes supposed to be hard and stiff? Or are they supposed to be soft and cushy because I have a neutral foot type and I need more cushioning when I run? That's a great question. So if you think about it, you have this whole range of running shoes, and we call them usually either at one end of the spectrum, pronation control, which are pretty rigid and pretty stiff. And then the other end of the spectrum, we have cushioning or neutral running shoes for people that have high arches. And they're the exact opposite, but they're for opposite problems. When you have hallux rigidus, you get this problem where your big toe joint is basically jamming because it doesn't move up freely. Or if you think of your toe being on the ground, when your foot's on the ground and your heel comes up off of the ground, like when you're getting ready to push off or when you're running uphill, well, it jams a little bit and that's why it's rigid. So first of all, to back up a second, the, the term hallux just refers to the big toe. So the medical term for your big toe is hallux and rigidus means it's rigid. It doesn't move. It's stiff. It's jamming. It's, it's impacting the cartilage and it's causing pain. So when you have hallux rigidus, it can mean that it's just not moving appropriately. And when you move it too much, you hit the end range of motion where it starts to cause discomfort and that causes the problem. So the deal is with hallux rigidus, it is true that people who get it mostly have high arches and a rigid foot type. And because of that, we think you need more cushioning. But what you really need more than anything else is stiffness at the ball of the foot and curvature under the ball of the foot. Now, one example of shoes that accomplish that are Hoka running shoes. So Hoka's are a maximalist type of running shoe more than anything else. They have very thick soles. They're not always a normal heel drop. In fact, I think the average drop of a Hoka shoe is about 3.5 millimeters. But what they do have is there's a, an active foot frame built into the Hoka that makes it curved under the toes. And the more curved it is, depending upon which model you're looking at, the better it is for actually decreasing motion through the big toe joint. Because when you have a big steep curvature and stiffness under the end of the shoe out toward the toes, your foot, when it starts to come off the ground, it actually rolls across that shoe with that curvature in a way that takes the shoe and puts all the motion through the shoe and not through your big toe joint. Now, at the same time, you can get hokas that are made for people that have flat feet that are kind of motion control or stability shoes, and you can get 
hokas that for people with stiff arches and high arches that are neutral or cushioning type shoes. So if you get neutral hokas, but when you look at them, they have a steep curvature under the toes. You pick them up and you try to bend them at the toes and they don't bend very much at the toes. That means that when you run in them, that motion is going to be absorbed by the shoe and not by your big toe joint. So when you're looking for new running shoes and you've got uh, hallux rigidus and you get pain in the big toe joint, try to find a shoe that's going to take some of the beating for you instead of beating up your joint. And that will really help you figure out what to do to maintain your fitness and keep running even if you have hallux rigidus causing pain in the big toe joint. So try it for a little while, switch, try something different and see if it decreases the amount of discomfort in the big toe joint. That'll really help you get back to running as quickly as possible. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. Now I made something for you that's a three-day training, it's free, and it's how to fast track your running injury in record time. Now during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong, what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right, and the third thing I'm going to show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you too. So there are five things that you're going to learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now, again, this is a free training. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.